Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports NFL 2022 season preview. This is a very anticipated show, and we're ready and able to do this. First, as always, my co-host beside me is Mr. Luca Moya. Luca, how pumped are you for this show? Oh, man, I'm excited, man. I've been, I told you before the show, I've been uh, stalking the schedule, you know, for the last two months, ever since it came out. All my fantasy drafts are done finally, so now I can just sit back and stress every Sunday. So I'm ready to go. And of course, Luca, it's a special episode, so we have to bring on a guest, of course. Of course. And a returning guest, that is in Mateo Jerry, Buddy, how you been, and are you ready for this upcoming NFL season? How's it going, boys? Happy to be back. And yeah, I, I honestly can't wait, man. Been kind of the days just like Luca, and I'm um, ready to see what happens, ready to go. This is going to be a fun season. Second season of COVID in this pandemic with the NFL, but fans are going to be back in the stadium. So it's just going to be rocking all over the NFL this year. So let's start it off with some quick hit questions. I'm going to just be throwing questions at you guys. You give us your opinion on what you think, yay or nay, yes or no. So let's start it off. First of all, we got to start with Tom Terrific and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Luca, I'm going to throw it at you because we all know you're a Tom Brady super fan. Can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers repeat as Super Bowl champions? Is that a realistic take to put out there in the world? Yeah, of, of, of course it is. Um, you know, they brought back their whole team and they added guys uh, through the draft. And so whenever you can do that, um, you know, bring back your whole team, not lose anybody another year. And what we don't, a lot of people don't talk about is that, and you mentioned at the start of the show, this is the second year with COVID, the first year, you know, Brady goes to a new team, no preseason, no training camp. So they didn't have a lot of time to mesh. And that's why it took a, li- a bit longer throughout the course of the season where they weren't looking so good at seven and five, but you all know the rest of the story. So now they have another year. They already have the experience. They've won a Super Bowl. Everyone's coming back. They have more time together. And when you look at their division, the Saints were their probably biggest competition, but we don't know how Winston's going to do. Atlanta's still in the rebuild. Carolina, I've liked what they've done in the offseason. I don't think they're quite there yet. So a division is a realistic possibility. They could get even a first-round buy, and we know how good Brady is with those buys. So it's for sure 100% possible that they repeat for the first time since Tom Brady and the Patriots back in like 2003, 2004, or whatever. So if there was anybody to repeat, I think this is the team. Mateo, do you share Luca's uh, same enthusiasm towards the Bucks? Yeah, I do. I'm uh, I'm not gonna go ahead and say they're gonna repeat, but like I I wouldn't be incredibly shocked if they do. Um, that defense is they ball out, and if you have Tom on your team, then you're gonna win games plain mm-hmm. and simple. Um, they've got pretty good um, options at the skill positions. They've got obviously Evans and Godwin and. Antonio Brown and then Rojo and Fournette, they've got pieces. So I can see them making a deep run again and you can never count Brady out as uh, Moya knows. And uh, he's been preaching for years and years and uh, I agree with him. And so, yeah, I think they can, I don't know if they will, but I could see it happening. So next question we got here, uh, the Tennessee Titans, they added Julio Jones in the off season. They already had AJ Brown who had a great season last year. And of course, uh, King Henry, Derrick Henry, they're running back. Mateo, do you think the Titans have the best offense in the AFC? I know there's still the Kansas City Chiefs there as well. You could put Denver in there as well with their receiving core. But 
adding Julio Jones, and you also have the best, arguably the best running back in the league. Do they have the number one offense in the FC or in all of the NFL? Um, I definitely think it's up there with the addition of Julio. It all is very contingent on his health if he stays healthy, because um, we know he's had issues with that in the past. But when healthy, all of them, they're definitely up there. I just look at the edge of the Chiefs because they've been there. They've done that. They've got the best tight end in the league by a mile. They've got the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, currently. They've got a top three or four receiver in Tyreek Hill. And that's on top of their O-line that they improved on this offseason. They're also getting um, uh, Tar- um, I forgot his name, the Canadian yeah. old. Yeah, Tardif yeah. back. Yeah, he's coming back. I know he's injured now, but he's coming back because he didn't play last year because of COVID. But I'm still going to give it to the Chiefs, but I do like the Titans offense. And um, I could see them being top three, top four easy in the NFL. But I'm still going to say one is uh, um, KC. And in terms of the whole NFL, I'd still put the Packers ahead of them because we've seen what they've done. They've So I'm going to need to see more from Tennessee, more from Tannehill. But they're up there. But I don't think they're one yet, in my opinion. Luca. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, we haven't seen it. So it's all the speculation, you know, Julio Jones, big name, uh, probably the best receiver of this generation for, for the last 10 years, probably if, you know, Calvin Johnson retiring and all that. But he, he's been pretty much, you know, the cream of the crop there for the wide receivers. So he, he's switching teams. He's getting older. He was a bit injured last season. But before then, you know, he's just an animal. He's a great guy in the locker room. You don't hear any problems with Julio. He's a silent leader. And like you said, when you have a running back who just rush for 2,000 yards, I mean, if you got both of those things going, it's going to be impossible to stop them. But there are a lot of teams that are proven, like Mateo said, and there are a lot of other quarterbacks I trust over Ryan Tannehill. Not to say that he's not good, but when you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Aaron Rodgers, even the Bucs offense we talked about, like they're just loaded from top to bottom as well. Uh, the Rams of Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay, he's really good at calling plays. So there's a lot of good offenses in the league. I want to see how this goes, but – by the looks of it, they lost, you know, Johnny Smith. He was a big part of their offense. So can a tight end come in, uh, one of their backups, and really take over what he was used to doing? I don't know. We're going to see what happens because, again, he was a good uh, piece in the run game as well, blocking and stuff. So it's going to be interesting. But there's still a couple teams I would put ahead of them. And, you know, Matilda didn't say this because, you know, no, he's a fan of this team. I think the Chargers have a really good offense too, and they're in the AFC as well. And so this is going to be an interesting season. The Bills, so many good teams just in the AFC alone. And then you go to the rest of the NFL. Titans are going to be up. They're going to be exciting, but there are other teams I think right now I'd put ahead of them. So I'm going to mesh two questions together here, and we're going to shift over to the NFC, specifically the NFC West. Uh, I would say – probably one of the best divisions in the NFL or the hardest division uh, to win. My Seattle Seahawks are in there. We have the 49ers, Rams, and Cardinals. The Rams, they added um, Stafford as their new quarterback. They got rid of Goff, and the 49ers are back healthy. My question to you, Luca, is who's a more realistic candidate to win the division and go far in the playoffs, the Rams or the 49ers? It's, it's very difficult. Um... I think right now, man, these 49ers made the Super Bowl two years ago, man, fully healthy. Like, they're just an unbelievable team. But it's just hard for me to pick against them. I know they lost a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. they lost their coach. He's, he, he's with the Chargers now. They lost their starting safety. They lost one of their corners. And, but man, you still got Aaron Donald. You still got Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they're the two best at their respective positions. 
And do Stafford over Goff? Listen, I'm a big Goff fan. I like Goff. Not a lot of guys can say they've led a team to a Super Bowl. And you can say whatever you want about Gurley and the play calling and stuff like that when, when they had that unbelievable season. I like Goff. But Stafford, I think, opens up a little bit more just because of the arm talent he has. I'm going to lean the Rams – uh, but I, because I, I, I just don't know what the 49ers are going to do with their quarterback situation. Like if they're mm-hmm. going to, if Lance is going to start, if Garoppolo is going to stay healthy, if Kittle can stay on the field. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams right now, but I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers uh, make it out. Mateo? Yeah, that was going to be my exact exact answer, to be honest. I, I personally like the Rams. They've got that, they've got pieces on both sides of the ball, whether it be at receiver where they're pretty deep, they've got Donald, they've got Ramsey, right? They've got, you've got the pieces. They have, they're very, very well coached. Even though they lost daily, they still got McVay. Um, I do like the 49ers this year. Now that they're back healthy with Nick Bosa and they've also got pieces on offense. So they're, they're both very good teams. I do think they're going to be one and two in that division. And I do think whoever comes in second is going to grab a wild card spot. In my opinion, I can even see three teams came out of that division with the Seahawks being the third, to be honest, but Um, I, uh, I'm going to agree with Luca and I do think the Rams are going to win the division. I think it's going to be close within a game or two, but I think that if there's a a clutch game late in the year where the Rams got to play the 49ers, I think the Rams are going to come out on top just because they've, uh, they're, I'm not going to say they're more battle tested, but they've got, I think they have more X factors when it comes down Mm -hmm. to it, whether it be Donald, the Ramsey, they've got pieces. And I think the Rams are going to win that division. Yeah. I'm going to stick with the Rams too. I, I, I could see them. Uh, up there with Green Bay and uh, and the Bucks, maybe in that NFC Championship game. I just think adding Matthew Stafford, uh, he's a more capable quarterback than maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. And I've been hearing things where the 49ers might do a platoon with uh, with Lance. They bring Lance in in certain situations, uh-huh. maybe in red zone, uh, red zone plays, uh, like have different plays for like different situations but I just think with the defense that that the Rams have Sean McBay one of the great young offensive minds uh, in the NFL right now adding Matthew Stafford who puts up big numbers with a crap team in the Detroit Lions for his whole career now he comes to to the to LA with a lot of weapons and a and a good team behind him I think uh, it's a recipe for good things for those Los Angeles Rams the Green Bay Packers went through a lot of drama this offseason with their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. When he returned to, to the facilities, he absolutely bashed pretty much the whole organization. And this is probably his last year in Green Bay. Um, I, I would put them up as one of the top five teams to go to the Super Bowl or, or be a Super Bowl contender right now. But based on all this drama, Mateo, do you think this is going to hurt Green Bay this season? Like between the um, relationship between Rodgers and Lafleur and the organization and all that, like, do you think this is going to hurt them or is it just swept under the rug and they're just going to be a good team like they were last year? Um, I don't know if it's going to hurt them to the point where it's going to be like incredibly noticeable. I'm sure there's still things they're dealing with internally that are like not the best situation possible. Um, I think the if I'm a Packers fan, the thing that I'm worried most about is the loss of Corey Lindsley at center. Um, we've seen Jones hit crazy gains 30 40 50 yards and a lot of the time it was just it was Lindsley and this old and this old like this old line helping right and I'm a Chargers fan I love the signing of Lindsley but if I'm a Packers fan I'm not too happy we lost the best center in the league let's be honest so um I don't think that the issues with the Packers are gonna prove to be like too detrimental to them I, I would be more worried about the losses they had they also lost Jamal Williams at depth I, I've heard they're high on uh, AJ Dillon which is what uh 
I've been reading, which is, which is good. They have an incredible offense, but um, I don't think that the issue with them is going to be uh, what happened with Rogers. I think it would just be more purely there's better teams than the Packers overall. They have an incredibly high upside on offense, but overall they're better teams that I'd take deeper. Yeah, I, I think it, it, you look at Aaron Rodgers and you saw how bad the Packers were when he went out a couple of years ago. Uh, he's just one of those transcendent quarterbacks where he's playing. Devontae Adams is playing. That's good enough for me. That that's good enough to win the division. I, I don't care how good you know the Bears got or the Vikings got or you know if the Lions can sneak a game in here too. You got Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. That's the best duo in the National Football League. Um, it, uh, for me, it's better than Kelsey Mahomes. Seriously, w- what they did last year, it, it was unbelievable. It truly, truly was. When you know that there's only one guy that you have to stop and you can't, still can't stop it, that's special. They're special. It's a special connection they have down there in Green Bay. And just because of that alone, I think Green Bay is going to be fine. I agree with Mateo. Bakhtiari's coming off a torn ACL. He's not going to play to start the year. Lindsley's a huge loss. He's the best center in the league. Good thing Aaron Rodgers is leaving after this year. So for him, he doesn't really care. I don't think he's just going to ball out, do his thing. Him and Adams might be out of Green Bay. So this might be Green Bay's last chance. Unfortunately for them, it's probably the worst team they've had in the last two years because of the losses on the O-line and, you know, key pieces on the defense getting a bit older. But still, it's Aaron Rodgers. Not counting him out. I expect him to at least make a divisional playoff game. Sticking with another drama-filled team, uh, God's team, America's team, the oh, Dallas God. Cowboys, Luca. And I think this is a fitting question because you're a low-key Dallas Cowboy fan. Very low-key. Dak Prescott under back. The, under the rug. Under the rug. Now it's under the rug. Back no, in, no, in, I in like school, it. You were all, you were all about no, watching I like Dallas, Dallas Cowboy games. I like I mean, but, how can you not watch it? I, I heard a stat that people watch Dallas because they either love them or because they want to see them lose. Yeah. So they're the highest-watched team in football. They're God's so. team. They're God's team. Yeah. God made football for the Dallas Cowboys. Is <laughs> Dak Prescott back, Luca? Can he have a bounce-back season after last year? The injury. He's, uh, Jerry Jones signed him to a massive deal. Is he back? And can this team turn it around? I, I think the division is so bad um, that they got the best quarterback in the division. I don't think there's a debate about that. Um, but – I really like Washington's team. The only problem with Washington is that they got they got a tough schedule, like a very tough schedule. Dallas's schedule is a little bit more favorable. They got the best quarterback. Defense still scares me a little bit, but when you're looking at the NFC East, it's all about which teams can win the interdivision games. And I think Dallas with Dak, they have the best shot to win. I'm not looking at the roster. You're looking at the quarterbacks. Fitzpatrick, when there's expectation on him, he usually doesn't do as good. Daniel Jones, for me, he's probably going to be out of the league in three years if he doesn't clean up his act, okay? And Jalen Hurts is still a question mark. So the for sure team, the safest pick right now should be Dallas. And we say that every year. But I think when you look at it now, Washington, I think, has the best roster in this division. I know Dallas, everyone thinks they're stacked. I like Washington's roster. But the quarterback is such a big question to me. I think Dallas jumps them just a little bit. It's all going to depend on how that defense does because that offense we know can score points. Can the defense just do enough to keep them in games? I don't know. We'll see. It's the NFC East. Every team's probably going to go eight and nine, nine and eight. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Mateo? Yeah. I, uh, we got to look back to how Dak played in the first couple of games before his injury last year. I mean, he was balling. He was 
chucking for an incredible amount of yards. Um, I feel like partially that was because of um, the game script. They were playing in high-scoring games, needed comebacks, they're going deep, and they were making plays. Um, I do think he's going to return to somewhat what we saw at the beginning of last season. I don't think it's going to be as high-scoring because they're playing like the Bucs. They've got a decent, like a relatively tough schedule. Um, but I think he's going to return to what we've seen, but not at the beginning of last year because I think that was just an anomaly based on Again, like I said before, game scripts. I remember the game against, I believe it was the Falcons. They were just going back and forth, and there was a comeback onside kick. They were just getting all these opportunities to chuck downfield. The Falcons were playing a bit off because they obviously wanted to keep everything underneath. So, like, things like that allowed for um, Dak to chuck for an incredible amount of yards. But he does have weapons between Amari Cooper and Zeke and C. Lamb. He's got pieces. So, I do think he's going to ball out, but I think it's going to be an average season for him, maybe a bit above average, but I don't think it's going to be like uh, – I've heard MVP talks around him. Maybe I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that. I think he's going to be an average, a bit above average at best, but that's just my opinion. As we're getting to the end of these questions, more quarterback talk. Uh, Jameis Winston stepping into some big shoes in New Orleans after the retirement of uh, the longtime quarterback, the legendary Drew Brees. Um, Mateo, I'm going to send this one to you. Jameis Winston's a, a 30 for 30 guy. And I don't think that's a, the stat that he really wants 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. The last time he was a starting QB uh, for the Buccaneers. Um, is there a lot of pressure on him in new Orleans? I know they, they want to have that super bowl caliber team, but they really haven't got over the hump uh, in the past couple of years. They've really come up short. Is there pressure on him to, to really take this team to another level because they do have stars. They have a great defense. They have Alvin Kamara as a running back. Like now that they have a young new quarterback, a fresh new quarterback who doesn't throw 15 yard passes and has an arm. Finally, is there a lot of pressure on him to, to bring these saints to a new level? I'm, I'm a bit torn on this question. I don't know if there's a lot of pressure on him because Obviously, stepping into Breeze's shoes is you, you can't fill those shoes. The guy's mm-hmm. going to be Hall of Famer, one of the best ever. But I do think the roster is a bit depleted now with time with Thomas and the IR. I don't think they're going to reach what they had before, regardless of Winston, to be honest with you. I just don't see that roster competing with the big boys in the NFC, whether it be the Rams or the Seahawks or all these teams we've talked about. I just don't see them competing with the Packers. Um, so I think he has relatively big shoes to fill, but um, I don't know if he has the Aside from Kamara, I mean, with Thomas, I, would, I don't think he has, like, the the weapons to uh, um, get right in there and compete with these top dogs. Um, we saw when he had 30 and 30, he had he had weapons there. I mean, and he was going downfield a lot to Evans and, and whatnot. But um, I think that the Saints are going to regress this year and they're going to continue until they start rebuilding. Their defense is getting older. Um, they've got pieces, uh, as all teams do, like with Lattimore. But – He's got relatively big shoes to fill, and I just don't know if, if he fills them. And I, actually, I know he won't fill them because it's Drew Brees we're yeah. talking about. Let's be honest. Um, and I think they're going to have a mediocre year, eight and nine, nine and eight. That's my prediction for them. And we'll see if he lasts as a starting quarterback. Because I don't, I don't know if he will. I don't know if Peyton's going to deal with him throwing three, four picks down downfield with whether it be bad decisions or maybe he cleans his act up. I don't know what the Saints are. Big question mark. But I guess we'll see. James Winston, I think under Sean Payton he's such an aggressive coach but I you know there's just something telling me that I I think he's gonna do okay like I think he's gonna I mean it's kind of hard to get to get worse than 30 interceptions like let's be real here even if he throws 15 that's a miracle for this guy 
Um, but you know what? Listen, even if you could throw around 10, you know, cut down on the fumbles also, he doesn't have to throw for all these touchdowns. He just has to, you know, take control of the game. Like, this is a team that won so many games with Teddy Bridgewater when Drew Brees went out. This is a team that did pretty well when Taysom Hill was in at quarterback. So I think Jameis Winston, he's again, man, like he's a former number one overall pick. Like he's no slouch. And he, he's thrown for 30 touchdowns in the NFL. Like, that's hard to do. So if he can just clean up his act a little bit, I think the Saints could potentially sneak into a wild card spot. I don't think they're going to win the division. I just think the Bucs, you know, with another year we've talked about at the beginning of the show, I think they're going to win that. But I do think they have a chance to sneak into the playoffs. Um, and we'll see what happens with, with Michael Thomas. I think he's a big X factor right now. Can he return to not, you know, what we saw a couple of years ago, but even if he's just 80% of that, still a really good receiver. Uh, and, you know, we'll see what this Marquez Callaway kid is for real. So the Saints, yeah, they still have a great offensive line too. So it's all up to Sean Payton and how he wants us to run things. A lot of questions to be answered as uh, I guess we're, we're almost on the eve uh, of, of football uh, starting up with the Bucks and the, the, the Cowboys for that Thursday night of the first game of the year. Mateo, I know you have to run, so I just want to thank you for coming on and uh, giving us your opinions on, on, these, on these takes uh, for the upcoming NFL season. And uh, enjoy it, buddy. Uh, go Chargers. Yeah, I know boys. Luca likes the Chargers. <laughs> I like Justin Herbert. So uh, hopefully they can yeah. have a good season. Quickly, Thanks for uh, having me, boys. Quickly before you go, do you have a mm. Super you have a Super Bowl prediction? Super Bowl prediction, early. yeah. Way I've too been thinking early. about this one. Yeah, it's it's early. Um I'm gonna go. I think the Bills are gonna are gonna get there this year. I'm just gonna go on a limb and say the Bills. You know what? I don't wow. want to say the Chiefs. I don't like the Chiefs here in my division. I'm not saying it. So I'm just gonna say the Bills. I gotta say Bills Rams. You know what? I've said I've like tucked the Rams up a bit. I'm gonna go Bills Rams. Let's see it. Wow. What a pick. Yeah. You heard it here first. Oh, Bills geez. and Rams. From yeah, Mateo we'll Legere. That's crazy. Cheers, boys. Thank you so much, Mateo. Take Thanks. it easy. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Ciao. And that was Mateo Legere coming on for us. So now it's just me and Luca as we there wrap up this show. The boys are back. Uh, so we're going to do some future picks, like the awards, uh, mm-hmm. our way too early Super Bowl prediction as well. We'll get to ours. Uh, let's quickly run through our division picks, Luca. So let's start in the AFC. With the okay. AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Who you got? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really want to do it, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Buffalo. Uh, for, here, let's just go quick. We'll just go through all the divisions quickly, and then you could say your piece. I'm, I'm going to go Buffalo to win that. Um, in, the division is getting a little bit better, but I think it's Buffalo's to lose. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens. I'm big on the Browns this year for the AFC North. I just think the Ravens, for some reason, are always in the mix. But I'm not counting the Browns out just yet. You'll see later in the episode what I think about them. Uh, AFC South, I got Indy. I like Indianapolis. I like where they're headed uh, with Carson Wentz and, you know, Quentin Nelson, the run game. I like the team there. And then, of course, you know, in the AFC West, hate to say it, but the Chiefs, I don't think anyone's going to dethrone them anytime soon. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills, but I'll give your Patriots a close second. I think they'll, they'll, topple, those, uh, they'll topple those Dolphins, and the Jets uh, are, are still in a big rebuild. Uh, AFC West, I'm going to say Chiefs as well. I think the Chargers are going to make a run at it. I really yeah. want to see uh, those two games, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Those are going to be huge games. If Justin Herbert can outplay Patrick yeah. Mahomes, that will be some marquee games to see. Um, in the AFC North, I don't know. I am not like, bullish on the Ravens. Like I like the Browns. They added majorly to their defense. 
I know people really don't, they don't like Baker Mayfield, but he, he got it done. He got them to, um, into the playoffs, uh, to the sec. They won a, they, they won a playoff game, right? They won the, they, against the Steelers. They so pumped them. They pumped the Steelers. I like the Browns over the Ravens, the injury to JK Dobbins, uh, their pass game really isn't the greatest now. And they, they just brought in live, uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, to help that out. But still, I think that the Browns, uh, can take this division over the Ravens. And I don't know. Sorry, Steph, but I'm going to go with Titans on this. Their, their offense looks good. If Julio can stay healthy, if Derrick Henry can have another monster season, I think they can take uh, that division. NFC, rifle them off, Luca. NFC, okay. Uh, Dallas or Washington, I think I'm going to lean Dallas. Easier schedule, best quarterback in the division. Uh, we'll see if the defense can hold up. Box in the south, you know, Tom Brady, next. Uh, <laughs> the north. <laughs> I got the Packers. Uh, you know, I think the Bears got better. I think the Vikings are always in the mix. But Darren Rodgers, Devontae Adams, I've said it earlier in the show, they're just too good. And then, you know, for, for the West, this is this is tough. I, I'm going to go with the Rams. I can see any one of these teams winning. I think, you know, it comes down to, I said this for the NFC East, who can win the interdivisional game. Seattle always does a really good job of doing that. So maybe they could sneak in. Uh, you can't ever count out Russell Wilson. But the Rams, to me, they're on a different level. Uh, even though they lost some starters on defense. So I'm going to go uh, Rams to take that. Okay, for me, I got the NFCs. I got the Cowboys. I'm going to stick with my Uncle Tom. He's employed me uh, through the pandemic, so he's a Cowboys fan. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I trust in Dak. I trust right. in Jerry. Uh, let's go Cowboys. Um, in the north, for Jeff, we'll go with the Bears. I, oh, not the wow. Bears. Wow. Sorry, sorry. I, I didn't see Green Bay. They were at the – I'm on oh, my phone my. here. I don't know the divisions off by heart like you. Green Bay yeah. all the way. I think Aaron Rodgers, besides all this drama, he's going to win this division. They might yeah. even be one of the top seeds uh, going in and might get the bye uh, in the NFC playoffs. NFC South, I'm going to go Bucks. Tom Brady like you. That's an easy decision. And I like the Rams as well in the NFC West. I know the Seahawks are my team, but I think the Rams are, are going to take a huge step uh, this year. And the Seahawks, they did upgrade on, on their de- on their defense that, that they got pummeled last year. And uh, Russell Wilson really uh, was very vocal this offseason. A lot of trade rumors with him uh, unless they really improved their team. And they did. You got a fully healthy, signed four-year Jamal Adams. He was a big impact player when he was on the field for the Seahawks. So big things. And hopefully mm-hmm. Russell Wilson can uh, capture that MVP he was so close to last season. Quickly, you have three wildcard teams for each conference or no? Three wildcard teams. I'm going to say the Seahawks. Okay. The 49ers. Wow, so three from that division. I think three okay. from that division because I get like yeah. That okay. that's going to be that's the hardest division in the in football. In the league. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say I'll say the Saints. I'll say the Saints. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I I Listen, the Saints you can never count on. I, I got the Saints too. Um, I've got the 49ers. If Justin Fields plays, I'm going with the Bears. If not, I'm going with uh, Russell Wilson and your Seahawks. I'm, I'm pretty similar to you. AFC, I got Pats. I've trusted them this year. I got the Chargers. You know how I am on them. Mm-hmm. And, the Brown, and the Browns. Browns are a really okay. good team this year. So. Well, since I – since I picked the 
Sorry, something came up on my screen. Since I picked the Browns to win, I'll go your Pats. I'm going to go the Ravens. And I'm going to go to the Chargers. See, the Steelers are very are a team that I think potentially could go in there. But I just like those other teams better. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think it's so crazy. I think the Ravens are going to win the division. But then at the same time, this is how nuts it is. At the same time, I can see them missing. Yeah. But I just I feel like it's so unlikely. Yeah, but do you that, think Ben Roethlisberger can do that again? They had such an easy schedule last last no, season. No, they have the toughest schedule in the league. Apparently. And like, yeah. dude, Ben Roethlisberger is not getting any younger. He his arm is not as it was before. And who's I their know. backup quarterback? Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Like, as much as they have the the defense and uh, Chase Claypool and Juju Smith Schuster and all those guys that had great seasons last year against. A, a really not that hard schedule. I don't think that they're going to be anywhere close. I think it's the Ravens and the Browns in the AFC North. It's interesting. It, it, it's going to be tough. It, it really is. I'm excited though, man. I'm, oh, I'm so pumped. I can't, I can't wait for football season. Yeah. Um, so now let's get to some future picks. Let's pick our way too early awards and Super Bowl predictions before we get into our week one marquee matchups. So let's start, Luca. Give me a defensive player of the year and r- defensive rookie of the year. Hmm. Defensive player of the year. I'm going to go TJ Watt. I think, you know, there's a lot of contract negotiations that are gone sour, I heard, between him and the Steelers, but I still am going to back him. Uh, I think he's going to do it. He was so close to winning it last year. Aaron Donald's obviously you know, always in the front running, but. I'm going to go TJ Watt for defensive player of the year. And for defensive rookie of the year, I'm going to go Davis on the Washington football team. Not a lot of people are talking about him, but he was their number one pick um, or their first round pick. And I think he's going to be flying around in that Ron Rivera defense. So pretty confident in those two picks. Of course, there's probably going to be some undrafted guy who comes out of nowhere who wins <laughs> defensive rookie of the year. But for right now, I'm going to go with those two. Uh, for my defensive player of the year, I'm sticking with the guy you said, Mr. Aaron Donald, one of the top yep. three players in the league. Uh, vo- like by the NFL, you saw them put it out that that list. Agree with it or not, Aaron Donald. Uh, we gave all that stock in the Rams that they're going to have a great season, and one of the reasons they're going to have a great season is because they have a great defense. And who is that led by? Aaron Donald. He's in the conversation for this award every single year. So. If they have success during this season and go on a run and win that division, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a massive part of that. And for the rookie defensive player of the year, I'll just stick with your pick and Davis on the Washington <laughs> football team because one, I don't know a lot of defensive rookies out there. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, that, that in tune. That's why I got to continue to watch this game of football to be up to, to the level of Mr. I respect Luka it though. You're watching. I remember when you missed that Rams Chiefs game, oh. you're still hung up about it. So now you don't miss games. I so. don't miss games. Monday nighters, Thursday Monday nighters night. and Thursday nighters, Sunday nighters. I'm on my couch in the basement. I'm watching those games. Watching because game. I need to watch those games because something like a Rams Chiefs 52, 54, whatever crazy shootout <laughs> game that was. I yeah. missed it. The next day at school, it was brutal because all you guys were talking about it. I'm like, Oh, what happened? And I'm watching the dumb yeah. highlights, on, like the the clip highlights, like the five minute clip highlights before class. I'm like, oh, wow! Man. Imagine if I actually watched this, like in real time, it would have been nuts. So, yeah. gotta watch football every single week. Uh, offensive player of the year and offensive rookie of the year. 
Offensive work of the year, I'm going to go Najee Harris. Um, yeah, the Steelers are just going to abuse him. He's going to get like 400 touches. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, they're going to run him into the ground, this poor guy. But I think he's meant, for, I think he's built for it. I think uh, this new offense, they're going to be way better. Ben's going to have his checkdowns now. Like, he hasn't had that since Bell. And so I think Najee Harris, you know, if, if one of these rookie QBs have a great year, it's going to go to them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not directly on part, they play quarterback. Quarterback are usually the favorites in these kind of awards. Offensive rookie of the year, I try not to give it to QB, so I'm, I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction. I'm going to go with Kamara. Um, I think, you know, we've been talking about the Saints a little bit on this on this episode. Winston, no Michael Thomas. He's the guy on that offense. He's going to try to take over, and I think he can do that. He's done it in the past, so Alvin Kamara for me, offensive player of the year. All right. Uh, for my offensive rookie of the year, you didn't want to go quarterback. I'm going quarterback. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I know there's a lot of question marks with coming out of college. It's first season. He doesn't have the greatest offensive line. Urban Meyer, a college coach. How is that going to transition to the NFL? If he can have a decent season, Luca, like you said, he's a quarterback. The award is going to go to him uh, no matter what. And then offensive player of the year. I would really like to see it go to Derrick Henry. If he, again, the pass is going to be a very big threat now on the Titans. It's not going to be all run. Teams are not going to be looking for Derrick Henry to have all those touches every game because they still have to deal with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones uh, at wide receiver, and that could open up some more space. I know Henry puts up crazy numbers every single year, but seeing Derrick Henry come home with that offensive player of the year and just put up something, some stupid amount of rushing yards would be Good for Derrick Henry. Um, MVP. I think this is a pretty easy pick. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. He's probably going to be uh, in this MVP conversation every single year uh, that we do this for the rest of his career. So you agree on Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I, I think he's the safest option. Um, maybe Mac Jones slips in there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but hopefully, I, I really want, though, I really want Russ to win it. I, I, I want think Russ every to year, win it. I think every year I say, Russ, my MVP pick. Russ this is what I don't MVP understand. Pick. And he mm-hmm. almost proved me right. Almost Explain this Russ. to me. Explain this to me. If Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, that's how late it is. It's, it's midnight Jesus. right now. It's, it's yeah. Thursday. It's the thir- We're it's grinding Thursday. It's fo- for you guys. Ha- football is happening yeah. today. If We're Russell Wilson grinding. is the best player on this, he was the best player on that Seahawks team. The Seahawks team didn't make it to the playoffs if they didn't have Russell Wilson behind center, right? Isn't that the most valuable player? Yeah. I know, I know Aaron but... Rodgers put up all these numbers, but he still had Devontae <laughs> Adams and doing pretty much. Didn't he win the offensive player of the year last year? No, it was Derrick Henry. Yeah. Derrick Henry, whatever. But, but, but you can make the same case. Like, take Rodgers off that team. Like, you know? I just think that I think Russ screwed it though, man. Like he, he had it in the bag. I wanted him to win and everybody was talking Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, no, because Russell Wilson, it, like he, he was putting up crazy. Yeah. He was putting up crazy numbers at the start of the year and then and he, he fell off and, and he didn't that's, win. so if he can be more tough. consistent over this 17 game season, that's a big uh, gift, man. Like 17 games? 17 games this year. 18 weeks we got football. Can we see a 2,000-yard receiver? Can we see a 6,000-yard passer? Interesting. Interesting. Might be our MVP pick, Patrick Mahomes, putting up that number. 
Um, our way too early Super Bowl predictions. I'm gonna go oh, first. Go. Okay. You're gonna like my first pick. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going back yeah. to the Super Bowl. I can't wow. see barring a crazy injury to to some player that I'm not gonna name because I don't want to put it out there. Yeah, uh, I think the Bucks are they're the same team that won the Super Bowl last year. Tom Brady's behind center. He has still has that motivation to be the gr- the greatest of all time. If not, uh, he already is pretty much, but he still has that motivation. And I'm going to go with the hometown team up here in Canada. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills uh, going wow. to the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady is going to do it to those Buffalo fans again. Man, they're just, they just can't get away from the guy. Not, not at all. They literally can't get away from the guy. Um, I'm going to go Bucks. And huh, this is crazy to me. Uh, we both don't have the Chiefs. I got the Browns, man. Oh, my God. Yo. <laughs> I, I just don't know what it is. No. No. I think, I think, listen. I Baker think Mayfield's going to the Super Bowl. No. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Browns. And listen to this. Ace championship game. Browns versus Bills or Chargers. No Chiefs, eh? No Chiefs. Chiefs the AFC has figured out the Chiefs, you think? It's not that. I just hate them. They're one. And number two, no. all, all biases aside. Um, yeah, I just don't think they're – and it's hard to, to kind of back that up considering they got better. But I got the Bills or the Chargers. Like, if the Chargers and the Chiefs meet in the playoffs, I genuinely think Chargers knock them out. And that's a very big possibility because the Chiefs aren't even going to be number one in the AFC. It's going to be the Bills. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's you listen to this. You listen to this podcast in a couple months, and we'll be coming back. I'm gonna either look like a complete idiot, and I'm gonna terminate you're my contract. You're gonna look like a complete idiot, or you're gonna look like the the biggest genius. And of you're all gonna time. see me. You're gonna see me debating Stephen A. Smith now that Max left. Yeah, I'm gonna be right. Luka there. Moya and Stephen A. Smith on first right. take. Um, yeah. Wow, that was a crazy pick. So week yeah. one is pretty much today. It's twelve oh four a.m. On Thursday, so uh, let's pick some marquee matchups. But you already picked them because they're, I guess, our favorite teams. We'll start off with Week One, the first game Thursday nighter. We got let's the go Dallas quick, Cowboys because we kind of just we, we, the predictions usually go at the at the end. But you know what? For you guys, we'll just get right to it. Yeah, but it's we Week One, so we got to go with. We're going to be yeah. doing this pretty much every week. We got to give our marquee That's matchups for the week. So marquee I wanted matchup. to end the show with the marquee matchups. We have the Bucks and the Cowboys Thursday night, our first game of the year. Luca, who you got? Oh, and come what's on. What's the final score? Come Let's on. move on. 45 nothing Bucks. Let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got uh I got 31 31 34-17, something like that for the Bucks. 34-17. Okay. Like I like that. I'll go I'll go 34 to 7. Oh, you're even worse than I am. Thirty-four wow. to okay. seven. Tom, you remember that uh, for, for when for the Patriots? Dallas, yeah, they, yeah, against Dallas. Uh, no, for, for Dallas, for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I you remember that game against the Steelers uh, after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl against? I think it was it was the the Falcons, and then the first yeah. game back against the Steelers, and they won. They were they were up like thirty nothing. Oh, it start. was like 30, 33, 13. I was watching my buddy. He's like, yeah. Well, it was, that's like, what I least. think. That's how I think the game is gonna go. That's how I really think the game is gonna go. Um, Seahawks Colts. Seahawks Colts. Oh, well, that's a big game. Um, Seahawks are, are not home. The Colts are at home. 
yeah, Quinn Nelson's healthy, uh, and Carson Wentz is. I don't know how long. He's I don't think tra- he's uh, gonna play Week One though. Well, if he doesn't, I, I, it's not like Carson Wentz a huge difference maker to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning Colts to be honest, but I'll go Seattle because Russ always cooks in Week One. Yeah, I'm going Seattle for sure. Yeah, well, Seattle fan. Yeah. Going Russ. Yeah, Russ is gonna cook in Week One. Yep. Uh Pats and Dolphins. Uh, all right, come on, let's move on. Mac this is gonna be a good. This is gonna be a good game with Tua Tangle Tua Tangavailoa. Tangavailoa, yep. And, and Mac. Mr. Mackenzie Jones. I don't know if that's his name. I'm just no. It's Mac. It's Mac. It's, Mac. it's, Mac, it's Jones. Mac? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. It is Mac. I don't know if it's Mackenzie. Probably Mac. I, I, go hope, I hope I hope it's not McKenzie. Like I really I really you, hope you think Mac Jones is gonna have a stellar first game. All the pressure got no. Bill Belichick pressure. I, I have all I have you all got Josh McDaniels pressure, you got Robert Kraft pressure. You're the face of this franchise now. You know who the last face of this franchise was? The greatest quarterback to play the game, Tom Brady. You don't think that has some pressure to put on Mac Jones? Come on. No. Come on. Because he's already a year removed from Tom Brady. Like if this was last year, yeah, I'd be on your on your side. I know, but what do you think the comparisons are now? Like, oh, Bill Belichick picked this quarterback. Like, yeah, they signed Cam oh, yeah, to one year, but started. now like they have the rookie out of the draft. Mac Jones, this is the guy they picked to be the the next quarterback for the next decade, and he's got a uh, he's got. I guess he doesn't have the hardest matchup on this first game against the Dolphins. Two Division games are tough, though. You know that. And the so, Patriots aren't really ah, but they're at home, so they're not in Miami, and they're, we're not gonna have repeats of those crazy. I don't know things. why we're talking about this so long. It's an absolute lock. Okay. It's New England All week right. one in All Foxborough. Right. Come on. And then you I know. guess the second biggest game we have here, and for Luca's picks, the Chiefs and the Browns. Chiefs are at home. What a game! You know what? The NFL just hates the Browns, man. I can't believe like, that's not even know. Sunday nighter. I know. The Bears and the Rams on Sunday night, and then they have you know Baltimore and the Raiders on Monday. It's probably because they have so many Sunday night games with the Chiefs that they probably just couldn't put another one. Like, Yeah, probably. But I but, just like yeah. – there's so many times in the end. So we agree. So I'm going to go Chiefs on this one. I think Chiefs are going to win. I, I, I do think Chiefs are going to win, but I think if they met later in the year, I would go yeah, Browns. that's what I was going to say. I'm like, maybe yeah. if they meet later in the year, the Browns might take it. But first game of the year – Injuries aside, obviously. Yeah, but Chiefs but, are gonna uh, take. It. Yeah, Chiefs are gonna take it. They're. It, I feel like it's gonna be like kind of close, and the Chiefs are just gonna kind of pull away. That's usually what they do mm-hmm. in every game. So, wow, a lot of big games. There, there's so many bad, tight games. Buddy. Are you in a Survivor? No, I'm not. I didn't get anyone uh, this uh, year. Remember, we did one at TSM. We were it, it, we were fuming. I know. We lost. I, I got San Fran for all you betters out there. Against the Lions. It's a tough week one, man. You picked Sam Fran already? Look, look at the matchups and tell me. I'm not going mini over Cincinnati. It's Denver, Cincinnati. Denver and the Giants. That's close. Thing is about Survivor, and I'll give people a piece of advice for the people listening here. Never go divisional games. You just never know. So I stay away from the divisional Why? games. Why? Denver and the Giants are not divisional? No, no, no. No, I know, but that one's just close in general. I'm saying divisional games, I don't even care, I don't care if it's – if it's Chiefs, Raiders, because last year you Cardinals, Tennessee. No, that's too close. Right. Very, it's a tough. It's a, and plus, yeah. man, it's week one. Like, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going to happen week one. You know, like I don't know how good these teams. For all I know, Dallas is going to go out there and beat the box. Like you just never know. 
I hope not. That's I really, I really hope not. I actually, ah, uh, I, I, I kind of like. It'd be cool teams, to see though. No, it would, it would not. No, come on. I have Brady on my fantasy team, so I need him to go off. Yeah, you need him to go off. Yeah, Luca, football is here. Football's it's literally back. Thursday, twelve yep. ten. We're ending the show. Go Bucks, go, go Seattle, go, go Pats, go. Football is back. I'm so hyped. It's going to be really, really cool to see. Sit down Sunday afternoon and watch some football at 1 o'clock. You're going to try to go to the Bills game this year since you're so high on them? No. Come on. I know you would love the tailgate. I would love to go to the tailgate. You know I would like to go to the tailgate. Okay, how about this? You buy tickets. Dude, we still got to go golfing. Mm. We can't even book a golf thing together, and we're going to book tickets to a Bills game. That is factually correct, yes. And we got to go over the border and all that jazz. Oh, yeah, that's so, true, too. Let's just wait till Canada gets an NFL team and we'll just support them. Maybe Would I you support it. them if the Toronto got, like, the Toronto Canadians, the football team? Would you be a fan? I mean, they already have a football team. No, they're awful. The Toronto Argonauts, baby. No, no. Um, would I support them? I mean, not until they're good. Not no, I'm kidding. I'm not going to be a bad wing. I won't be a bad wing. And yeah, I would like them to do good, but I'm still going to be a Pats fan regardless. Like, yeah, for sure. Just like, and I feel like I feel like a lot of Bills fans are Bills fans. Because no, yeah. Because they're close to Toronto. Yeah. I know a lot of fans up here who are Bills fans because, like, that's your closest team. That's because they play games like uh, they play games here. They play games here, so so it's easier for us Torontonians to 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 inhale or see a uh, a Bills game. Yeah, I'm really tired. So let's end this podcast. All right, let's go. Um, The Jays. 3-0 Three and all against the Yankees, baby. They're rolling. You know what? I think they listened to the podcast because ever I since they I did. said they, they weren't gonna make it, they've been popping off. And I'm I all wanted for to it. tell you this. This is what I love about sports talk. One week we're bashing the Jays are out. This oh, is what they no should faith. do in the offseason. Marcus Simeon's gone. They need to sign Robbie Ray. Springer's hurt. A week later, they 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 swept the, the athletics, had an unreal comeback on Friday night. With capped off by Marcus Simeon hammering a three-run bomb. Now they yep. just got ticked three right now to the Yankees. Could sweep them tomorrow night at four with Barrios on the mound. The Jays are rolling. The rolling. Jays are rolling. I think rolling. we're one game back. Aren't we one, one game? Half. One, one and, half. and a half games back of a wild-card spot. Tampa Bay did us a lot of good favors, smacking those Boston Red Sox around. So this is going to be a crazy three weeks. And next week, we will recap it, obviously. We're going to talk some Jays. We're going to talk some football. Week two picks coming up next week. Football's back. The Jays are rolling. Soon, we're going to have hockey, basketball. We're going to have too much things to talk about. Too many things to talk about. For Luca Moya, I'm Lucas Cotelli. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you guys next week.